0: Right. 100 eps, y'all. We did we did it and like we did a majority of them, more than a majority, like a super majority in um COVID. Yeah. Times.
1: That's true. Yeah.
0: Cuz we started October of 2019.
1: Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. not a single rerun.
0: No. That's pretty fucking amazing actually.
2: Mm-hmm. We should take the next 100 off and just rear the whole <laughs> kettle. <Fuck> yeah. <laughs> it's a good thing we didn't end up doing current events.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Ugh>. <laughs> In New Brighton, Minnesota, I'm Anne Lundholm, and this show has everything new jobs, new relatives with exciting facial hair, a shocking failure of one host's superpower, another dubious BuzzFeed quiz, and more disco music than usual. It's a momentous occasion for the show as we hit an arbitrary celebratory milestone. So join us as we present an extremely loosely themed episode around the idea of keeping it 100. 100 shows of T-She, that is. And joining me on this late afternoon slash early evening are some of my favorite people from Middle-Aged Mama Studios in Austin, Texas. It's Hillary Livingston Butler. Hi, Hillary.
0: Hello. I know I was trying to think of themes for the 100. Like, do you want to live to 100? And I'm like, no, I think we all would just say no. And then it was like, what would you do with $100? And I'm like, that's we can't answer these questions because I feel like they're pretty prescribed anyway. So I think our, our chosen
1: topics are much better. It makes as much sense as anything. <laughs> yes. Um, from Money Pit Studios in Detroit, Michigan, it's Meredith, the MVH Fan Harn. I expect Meredith will be using her $100 on some house repair or something. Right, Meredith? Uh,
3: yeah, probably. I mean, um, or maybe electricity, since it's 100 degrees and the air has been going <laughs> nonstop all day.
1: <laughs> uh, I know. And also sitting uh, in the heat from high atop the crowsness of the Bachelor Arms Studios
2: is Bobby, Captain of Industry Pape. Hi, Bobby. <laughs> Oh, captain of industry, now I'm... Now I'm flattered. I have turned off the air conditioner uh, because it is quite loud, and I didn't didn't want to compromise the integrity of our recording. So in honor of the 100th episode, I'm thinking it will be 100 degrees in here (laughs) Mm -hmm. by the time we're done. It's currently 82.2 degrees. We'll see where it goes.
1: I debated whether to call you captain of industry or Bobby No Pants Pape. (laughs) Oh! (laughs) Well, you
2: just did both. (laughs) I am wearing shorts. I... I'm not. I I was on the phone with Sam right before we got fired up, and she asked me if I was going to do the show naked, and I said that that wouldn't be fair to the chair. So there you go.
0: (laughs) It kind of sounded like you said
2: jorts, and I just want to confirm, is it shorts or jorts? (laughs) It is shorts. (laughs) I do not own a pair of jorts. I mean, I own jeans and I own scissors, so I could own jorts. (laughs) We'll
1: see how the evening
2: goes. (laughs) As of now, I do not own any jorts. (laughs)
1: Well, speaking of how the evening goes, we'll start with a little bit of small talk. We'll see what's in the mailbag. We'll get down to some business with some medium talk. We'll share some Tishi recommendations and let you know how you can get involved with the show. It's been 100 episodes, guys. If you haven't gotten involved yet, you have nobody to blame but yourself. So let's get on it. Yes.
0: We've got faxes, we've got, we've got voicemails, we've got Facebook, we have kind of Twitter. Like, get involved somehow. <laughs> it's so easy. It's,
1: like, it's not like we haven't given you the opportunities, you yep. slackers. Well, Meredith, get us into some small talk. It's been a big week for you. It sure has.
3: Um, so the first piece of news is that I have a new new job.
2: <laughs> <laughs> do, do,
3: do. Oops, new job. Um... I don't want to talk too much smack about my previous employer. Um, I'll just say that the mentorship was lacking and I wasn't very happy and I was pretty stressed out. And then I was approached by somebody on LinkedIn who I went to grad school with and they were like, hey, I'm in charge of hiring for this CRO. Uh, what, what, what do you think? And I was like, well, I just started at Row like six months ago, so I'm kind of, you know, I'd like to give him a fair shake. And he was like, well, we'll give you a raise and, um, you know, uh, train you. And I was like, well, that's appealing. Training so, what? That's different, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And um, so it's a, it's a company called Avania, um, and they used to be called Boston Biomedical Associates.
1: Um, they're based in See, Boston. See, Boston Biomedical Associates, that sounds like a real company. Avania,
2: that sounds like a pharmaceutical. Yeah. Uh, Avanya sounds like the company from Silicon Valley that what's-his-name
0: founded. <laughs> uh, Avanya is a home development just south of my house, oh, so that's what I think fun. of. I know.
3: It's Woo. so many things. Well, they've, acqu- they've changed their name because they've um, been kind of acquiring other CROs and so there are branches in um Ohio the Netherlands and Australia
1: (laughs) Uh (laughs) business trips oh no you have to go to Australia on their dime
3: oh well oh and San Diego so you know it's it's a pretty good spread um so they rebranded just because they were like seven different companies kind of all becoming one. Um, So my job title is the same. I'm still a senior biostatistician. Avanya does a little bit more uh, with medical devices um, instead of drugs. Um, So that'll be a little bit of a change. Um, But so far, everyone's been super cool. Uh, There's a defined training, you know, tree of things I need to to learn and who's going to teach them to me. (laughs) Like, ooh, I like (laughs) that I'm getting all tingly about training. Cause I'll actually maybe know how to do my job. So that tingly about great. training is an early contender. For the show title. <laughs> so I've been, I've been really happy about that. And my boss, um, her name is Liz. She is actually out of the office this week, but before she left, she sent me some work to do. And then I'm going through SOPs and training. Like I'll probably be doing that for the first couple of weeks. And that's pretty normal. Um, but she also set up a bunch of meetings with just various people throughout the company, Um, to introduce me to, you know, to, to their roles and, and how everything works. So I'm getting a good introduction already. And I know there's somebody else who I used to work with at Henry Ford now who works at Avania. So I'm not even all alone. Yeah. It's kind of cool. Um, and as I mentioned, they have a, um, a a branch in, in the Netherlands. Uh, it was a place called factory CRO that they took over. And so, um, My first meeting on Monday was with somebody in Holland. And I was like, this is amazing. And so we talked a little bit about that um, because I have been teaching myself Dutch. That's been my quarantine activity um, to keep my brain from
1: melting out of my ear. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Everybody is doing that. (laughs) Finally, I have the time to learn Dutch. Yeah.
3: And I tried to teach myself Dutch a few years ago, or several years ago, um, and I sort of just stopped, but I've been doing it pretty much for a year now, and, um... I've been using Duolingo and so I, I only know how to say dumb phrases like I am an apple and things like that. So it's not (laughs) super useful, but I'm getting to where I can kind of string stuff together. But I, I'm feeling like I need to branch out a little bit and kind of, um, teach myself a little bit more. And now I have a whole bunch of coworkers who speak Dutch and there's like, they use teams chat and there's a, there's a company wide, um, like bulletin board or chat room or whatever. And people are speaking Dutch in it. And I'm like, this is delightful. I love this. Cool. It's super great. And so when I was talking to this guy, he was like, where in the Netherlands is your family from? And I was like, you know what? I don't remember. Um, van just means like from or of in Dutch. And so <laughs> I always assumed that there was a place called Harn. Um, and there is. Um, so I asked my dad. And it actually kind of like got me on this tear um, of looking up my ancestry. Because I was like, where did they come from and when is what I was really wanting to know. And yeah. so I signed up for a two week free trial at <laughs> ancestry dot com and I figured out that they came over um in the mid eighteen hundreds. And it was Frank Yarda and his wife Jenny and they came over in eighteen seventy, I think. Um post Civil War,
1: you're off the hook.
3: <laughs> yeah. Woof yeah. woo. Yeah. Um and but I was able to trace it far back as the 1700s, early 1700s in the Netherlands, um, just using you know the family tree stuff that they have. So that was pretty cool. But I did find a picture that I was just absolutely delighted by of Frank and um, he looks like he looks like a he looks like my dad kind of, which is weird. And then um, his father is also in the picture and he has the most amazing like push brush, push broom facial hair that I've ever seen in my life. It's um like a u shape around the bottom of his chin.
1: It's like the
2: gnarliest Abe Lincoln, yeah, that you would yeah. ever want to see,
3: and then he's yeah, also got he like out
2: a chin strap, yeah, like really let it go, but just that one spot like
3: his face, like just the front of his face is clean shaven, but then he's got this weird like scarf.
0: I just had to feel like that is so, especially back in the day. That has to be so much work. Well, one, like you're using like a knife basically mm-hmm. to shave. <laughs> Two, like do you have running water? That you, I don't know. There's all these questions that I have. Yeah, like, I don't know how this questions. works.
3: I have no yes. idea. But the some of the dudes have um, fun mustaches, so like they were into grooming. It looks like. Yeah. Um, but this guy, um, his name is Father Lewis. Um, He's also got like tufts of hair. I'll have to post this picture because it's hard to describe, but he's got these funny tufts of hair. He looks like Bozo the clown, kind of. I'm wondering (laughs) if
1: if maybe he does have a mustache. It's just so white that you can't, that it doesn't pick up. That could definitely be because it's overexposed. Mm -hmm. It's an oldie timey
3: photo and it's kind of hard to see any detail. It's
0: really cool that you were able
2: to find that, though. Yeah. Like, Like
0: that's like the ideal. You know, when you go to Ancestry.com,
2: you got to, like, find a photo. That's cool. Yes. So this week's show picture is going to be Meredith's ancestral family <laughs> <laughs> because it was either going to be that or people we were judging on Instagram before we started the show. No, let's not do <laughs> no, that. I know.
3: I also found my great-grandfather's um, World War Two registration card. Um, Ooh, wow. So that was kind of neat. Um, and a bunch of death records. Um, less neat, but also interesting. So... I've, I've been doing a fun kind of deep dive into the, the Van Harn side of the family.
2: Be careful with the um, Ancestry stuff, because I went down that rabbit hole a while ago about my grandfather, and then I stopped. And now, at least once a week, I get an email from Ancestry being like, we found you a new leaf. And it's just the same property listing from like <laughs> 60 years ago. Unsubscribe. Like, I got it. I know. He owned a house. Congratulations. <laughs> it's a hint. Uh. They call them
3: hints when they like find something. Yes. But the, the yeah. thing that I really loved about my great grandpa's registration card is his name was Herbert. And so the card says Herbert Nunn Van Harn, because he didn't have a middle name. And his address is RR4 Holland, which is a town. Like, how do you, what does that mean? He like, wow, some sort of road for maybe yeah um hmm. he was thirty eight um married to Lillian, and then under employer, I ha- could not figure out what this said. I had to send it to my dad, and it says, "Operate's own business dash egg jobber."
1: Ooh, Ooh an egg jobber.
3: And I said, "What the fuck is an egg jobber?"
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> no <laughs> intended.
3: And my dad said, "Well, Grandpa owned an egg business. They had a chicken farm, trucked eggs to Chicago, Detroit, etc. He became quite wealthy after the Depression."
0: Wow. Yeah.
3: And he said that jobber is a term that he hadn't heard since he was a kid. It just means like a producer or a hauler.
2: Huh. So well. Uh, if you're going to Google that, I would do it with quotes around it because um, <laughs> oh, the first site that came up for me for Egg Jobber was Selling Eggs, Egg Inspection, from the Illinois State Government. Mm. But the second one was an Amazon link to a sex toy.
3: Oh. I don't think that's what Herbert Nunn Van Harn was up to.
4: <laughs> I mean, you don't know. I
3: don't know. No. Not for I don't sure. For I'm sure. not going to ask my dad um, that either.
2: Yeah. I uh, When I, I clicked the link for into an incognito window, of course, um, and it said, sorry, I can't find that page. And then I had a picture of ro the dog because of Amazon, you know, they do that. Um, but, uh, it's, uh, yeah. Vibrating masturbation job machine. Oh, God, and some other words, um, that I'm not going to repeat, but they all have like tildes over the A's and stuff. Cause I think that's how they get around the Amazon. <laughs> like, you're not supposed right. to sell this. Oh, the bots podium. that take away the, or, or whatever. Yeah. yeah so,
0: yeah, I, kind wanna, I kind of want to. I kind of want to do it like with my mom's family. We're pretty like. I mean, it's it's pretty clear as the you know. I guess I could go farther back, but I think my mom has done that. My dad's family is a. I mean, they're not hidden or anything, but they were Jews, so it was like. But they came over before, you know, shit got real over there. But I I would like to <laughs> say, but my dad is an only <laughs> child, and he was like that. You know, it was it kind of has lost steam a little bit. So I, I'd like to just see. I came from. It's kinda cool. I really Although I like how to... you
1: said that. What? I came over before, you know, <laughs> shit got real.
4: <laughs>
0: I mean, I think I probably do have relatives that were involved in, you know, that whole mess, but um but I think that most of them were gone before then. But I know I would like to see all that stuff. I think it's really, really interesting. We were all immigrants. Mm-hmm. <laughs> as, well, a, not, not as a not a native.
2: Well, yes. Canadian. Yeah. As a Canadian I like to think that uh, we were just, you know, the final stop on the Underground Railroad. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> this, You
1: know, genealogy is something that I just has not clicked into me yet. It seems to be something that a lot of people get into at some point in their life. And I'm just like,
4: eh. Yeah, don't care. Fine. I don't yeah. see
1: myself getting
3: obsessed. I think it, 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 the, my enthusiasm is already waning as the tree seems to have ended. I'm not <laughs> going to go like digging through records or anything. Yeah. It was just kind of interesting to see because I was I wanted to see where they came from and it was Friesland. Um, mm. So like north. Yeah. Like the like right on the border to Germany, basically. I hear mm. Friesland's
2: actually quite green.
3: <laughs> yeah. And Greenland Dork. is freezy <laughs> <laughs> So now that
1: you've done this, would you, you you've looked at the past, would you want to look at the present and do like a 23 and me and find out, you know, if there are, is some DNA in an unsolved crime that's linked to you? I did 23 and me
3: a long time ago, several years ago now. Um and it was very interesting. But it was just like, you're white and Dutch. And I was like, yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> so it doesn't link up with this. I would have to buy an Ancestry.com kit
1: to link it up to this. And I'm not going to do that. There's only so far that idle
2: curiosity will take you. Mm-hmm. That's our episode theme. What wouldn't you spend $100 on? <laughs>
3: <laughs> so, Hillary, do you have some fun small Yes,
0: I-, I do. Well, fun. I- it was... Okay, so we did an episode, gosh, I don't know, what number episode was that? <laughs> Sometime in COVID, um, where Bobby and I talked about our, our um, you know, ways that we minorly stalk people or find out information about people. So on Monday, when I got, maybe it was Tuesday. On Tuesday, when I got to work, one of the guys I work with said, I need you to find out Who this LLC is And I'm like I'm on it Just like give me some Like little bits of Background information So he told I told him I was going To talk about this And he was like Okay I need you to keep it Like you know Pretty anonymous And I'm like Okay well let me tell you Like it's not There's not that many people That listen to this podcast Like it's not going to get around But the brief summary Is one of his friends Sold his house In December and it's a fancy house in a really nice part of Austin. And the rumor was that uh, Elon Musk bought it. And, you know, Elon Musk has been coming. They're opening a Tesla factory or whatever down here. So everybody's like hot for Elon. And oh, oh, I know. Gross. Everybody. <laughs> uh, I mean, people are like, we saw him at this coffee shop. I'm like, who cares? He's gross. Anyway. So um, I'm, he was like, the guy told me, no, it was not Elon. But. And I had to sign an NDA, um, but it is somebody who is like, if it was found out that they bought a house in Austin, it would like make waves. Mm. Like he's a billionaire. It would make waves like stock wise. And I'm like, okay. So I have the LLC. I have the address. I am on it. I'm not telling. I spent conservatively five hours yesterday trying to figure out this like who this LLC was I got so deep into it it was like I had to give it up today because I just was like this isn't gonna happen I can't like keep going I have actual work that I need to get done so I need to stop going down these rabbit holes this LLC is so protected I like was on the Secretary of State of California's website because that's where it's based (laughs) I went to Secretary of State of Texas that's Texas is even worse like they really hide everything it all goes back to this attorney who works for a law firm in the Bay Area I texted my friends who are both lawyers and also lawyers in Texas, but then also lawyers in the Bay Area because I have some friends there. And they hadn't ever heard of this law firm. I went to the law firm website. They specialize in, you know, highly compensated individuals and their trusts and everything. So it's... It's Mark Zuckerberg. Well, that's kind of what I thought. So the guy, like, the, the building in which... These people, the law firm is, you, they used to share a building with Facebook, but like way back in the day, like in 2008, when Facebook was like a little kind of- The sti- Facebook. Yes, the Facebook. It was a million, not a billion. So um, th- anyway, so I'm like, is it Mark Zuckerberg? But the thing is like, Facebook has enough, I mean, they have a lot of offices in Austin. So I'm like, what? well, I mean, that if he's buying a house in Austin, that just is like, I don't, anyway. Who cares I, if he buys a house in Austin? Yeah, exactly. I'm like, it doesn't matter. Anyway, it was my PI failing, and Casey kept saying, you're not going to figure it out, and I was so pissed. I'm like, every time you say I'm not going to figure it out, it makes me devote 12 more hours to this, and, like, I'm not doing anything for you. Like, I know you want, like, a map produced for something, and I'm not going to do that because I am focused on (laughs) who this LLC is. I'm like, can I call this woman? (laughs) Would that help? But then I feel like that's weird. I went to the lawyer's Facebook page her link I've been to many LinkedIns for anybody that works for this law firm. It's become a sickness that I'm trying to give up, but it was a failing and I the the LLC is such a random name and I kept kind of searching like does this mean anything and I'm trying to find, you know. Oh, you're Da it, Vinci coding it. I oh. am and I kept <laughs> thinking I'm going to change like one word in this. How it's phrased, it makes me. It shows me like biblical verses. So I'm like, is this a Bible thing? I don't know. Anyway, I'm trying to think of famous billionaires. There's not that many. So then, like, I, well, yesterday I thought because I've been reading the book about the Sacklers, or I finished it. Um, I was like, oh, maybe it's Sackler. Maybe that's the deal. But and they because one of the guys actually already lived in Austin, but he lived in another house. Anyway, it's become my obsession. But I'm very <laughs> depressed that I like it is I. Uh, usually, I find yeah. Out. I was going to say, usually is this like, your first failure? Yes. Yeah. Usually, there's some crumb no. that I can figure out. I know out how that feels. It's just it's like I it sucks, and I want to figure it out. And my I'm working from home on Friday, so I'm like, well, maybe I'm do on Friday. <laughs> 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 this is just what I'm going to do. You can give me some assignments, but I'm just going to be g- googling up a storm.
4: <sighs> I, have,
2: I have notes to share first. Yes, I got distracted thinking about Elon Musk. And so then I just found a picture of Uh, Elon Musk and Grimes where Grimes looks like Elon Musk's unimpressed daughter. Um, Because she She always looks like that. Yeah. (laughs) But particularly because he looks like he's just middle aged dad taking daughter out to dinner or something. Mm -hmm. and She wants something to do with it. Can I tell you something,
1: guys? Please. The bandana is not an adequate face mask. No. You don't look cool, bandana guy. You look stupid. Okay, I, just gl- wear a goddamn mask.
0: The glow-ups for these men, like Jeff Bezos and, and Elon Musk, when you look at their like 1995 pictures, you're like, oh, my God. Mm-hmm. You're, I'm so embarrassed for you. Wait, you're saying they're better <laughs> now? Oh, yeah. Ooh. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. They got some plugs. They got some, you know, mm. trainers. The, the dedicated the trainers, workout. the yeah. personal chefs.
2: Yep. Uh, also, just for the sake of the show notes, since – we mentioned it the episode where we talked about our stalking prowess is episode number 29 it came out on uh wow. 2020 and uh it's uh escape from la fitness <laughs> <laughs> maybe one of our better you're titles. the
3: pi now dog <laughs> 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 i'm
0: not though okay i sent a picture uh, of old old uh, nah. look at that look at that hairline <laughs> Whoa. Listen, I don't, do, like, I don't mind a, a, you know, receding hairline. It's fine, but this is a distinct. No, but he tricks. looks it's 20 years older than he is now. <laughs> yeah.
1: it, it's not the recedingness of the hairline. It's the change between yes, then and now exactly. that's disturbing.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly.
1: I don't have any problems with the, you know, male pattern baldness. No, no, no. It is he what it has is. A, He has a part now. I'm like, you did not have a part. previously. Uh (laughs) Side.
0: There was nothing to part, sir. (laughs) No. Uh, Anyway, I failed. I'm still, I'm still after it though. I, I I believe in you. Yeah. You can do this. I gotta figure it out somewhere. There's a, there's a crumb somewhere. I feel like, you know, when the, when the PI has given up and you're like, you just see something out of the corner of your eye and you're like, Oh, wait, wait, what does that mean? When you least Sometimes expect you it. you just have
2: to sleep on it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah.
0: I know. What if I go to, what if I do a fact-finding mission in the Bay Area? Like I go. <laughs> I'm sorry. I have to do this for me. We might case. need to
3: do an intervention <laughs> if you take it that far.
2: <laughs> well, Hillary, maybe we can trade because I actually have a meaning to look up the owner of a building across the street from my office. So. Oh, yeah. I you know that would be a 30-second thing for you. Oh, yeah, so. I could do that. Um, I'm on it.
0: Um, should we move to the mailbag move away from my failure and move to the mailbag Okay, we got uh, a lovely email from Justina Um, she says I too think British gin is like drinking a Christmas tree but I wanted to make those drinks so I did some research I recommend aviation gin for mixed drinks I hear the Japanese gins are also juniper free but they're pricey so aviation is my go to um, and I see somebody posted a pic of this and it was my immediate thought and I was going to respond yep. to Justina. I know Aviation Gin only because I know that yep. it's Ryan Reynolds brand.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not anymore. I think they sold it. The ownership group that he owned it with sold it a few months ago.
0: I mean, Mazel tov. Yeah. Actually, Probably he might a,
2: still be like the spokesman. Like he's yeah. still getting paid somehow. He's I the mean, quote why unquote, would, why would face. you
1: change that
0: yes. arrangement? Oh, yes. You
2: didn't have to. Yeah, the whole two guys a girl and a juniper berry. You know, it's so weird. <laughs> Ryan
0: Reynolds is definitely one of those guys that I like. No, is kind of like cheesy or whatever. And I just like love him. I can't help it. I think he's very cute and funny, and I enjoy him. I love definitely. Maybe I think that that's a cute movie, so it makes me. Very I like happy his stick, Yeah. Yes, I do too. And he was in my favorite Canadian teen um, soap opera back in the day, fifteen. Hmm.
1: I just like a self-aware celebrity.
0: Yes. Yes, I think that he's. I think he's very funny. Um, so thank you, Justina, and you know, maybe I'll try that Ryan Reynolds. You know, I, I love. Yeah. Dave loves Blake Lively, so any way to benefit her? <laughs> Can, <laughs> does she
1: That's have weird. a? Does she have an alcohol line? Could you do his and hers? Alcohol, mm. you get the aviation, and he <laughs> get the. I don't know what she would have mo- mojito mix, <laughs> Rose or
0: something. <laughs> I mean, happily, we could switch because, you know, I like a Frosé. On the topic of things that you have tried once and then given up, uh, we got some, actually some, we are recording behind the scenes. We are recording a a touch early for the, you know, right after, (laughs) 24 hours after we posted, not even. Um, So I was surprised at the amount of um, responses we actually got. Um, John says, chewing tobacco. I was like 13, was sick for (sighs) half an hour. I mean...
1: No shit, John. I think you made a good decision on that one. Yeah,
3: I've never tried it, and I don't ever want to.
0: Me either. Mm -hmm. Mm -mm. Um, Laura says paragliding. I got so dizzy and sick from all the turning, and also the like the fact that you were maybe going to die at any moment. That might make me. It looks so scary. It looks so scary to me.
1: I don't know the idea that the the tow line might snap. And then I'd go sailing off into oh. the atmosphere until I like got to the moon. <laughs> it's a little worrisome.
0: It's like when I watched that um, that documentary about the guy that climbs El Capitan or whatever. Oh, free solo. Yes, and I was like, I I can't. It's so weird to know how you're gonna die. I mean, I guess he could die in any way, but like that's how he's gonna die. That's that's the way that you're gonna
2: die if you do that. You're just tempting the fates. But I ate had, I had a couple of hot dogs last night for dinner, so I kind of know how I'm going to die, too. <laughs> but hopefully with
1: the hot dog death, it's not quite so sudden. Yes. That's true. <laughs>
0: Although choking. Ugh, gotcha. And
1: you won't be like, well, that's the hot dogs that did this. I right. mean, if the guy loses his grip, he's got some time on the way down to think about how stupid this all was. <laughs> yeah. That might be the worst part.
0: You're like, God damn it. That was dumb. <laughs> um uh carolyn's made me laugh a pixie cut my head is just not shaped for it and i don't like having my neck exposed um i could never get a pixie cut i would look no
3: i
1: did it once and there are no pictures (laughs) (laughs) and some people look so great but i don't know my hair is so thick and bushy i think i would just look like a
3: mushroom it looked cute for like one day and then it grew like as soon as it grew out, it was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> this oh. is too
2: much maintenance for
3: me.
0: And then you go through an
2: extremely Ugh. long uh, grow out yep. phase. I think but the yeah. men's version of this is this one, Frizzell got a perm. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I don't
1: understand what women are like. I just cut it short because I didn't want to do any maintenance. I just wanted a, sh- a short maintenance free cut. And I'm like, are you kidding? Long hair, long hair. is solo maintenance.
0: I, today I decided not to blow dry my hair and I literally got it out of the shower and I was like, this is it. This is what's yep. happening. And my hair is extremely long right now. And this is it. Like I, and then put it in I a ponytail more, and then be done yep, with yep, it. Are yes. you just yeah. like, it's beachy waves today. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Doesn't it look cool? Like, I'm just kind of like, whatever, no big deal. Um, I, speaking of there's no pictures, I was thinking back cause I mean, not to be dark, but like the 20th anniversary of nine 11 is coming up. But it, what it reminds me of is the fact that I moved to the Bay area 20 years ago today. I remember it being August 25th when we got there and I was texting with my friends that I moved with and I said, I'm really happy that we didn't have like camera phones at the time. I didn't even have a cell phone at the time, but that we didn't have camera phones, but I am a little bit sad that we don't have like. You know, oh, this was us then. But I don't know. In some ways, it's like we probably lived life a little bit more to the fullest, <laughs> knowing that there were like no cameras around. We maybe had a Polaroid, but it was, you know, for shits and giggles. So there were no records of those decisions. No. Oh, really bad decisions. <laughs> oh, God. Many men without a car or a um, checking account <laughs> in my past. <laughs> you have to have one or the other. Um, Uh, anyway moving on Julie says The Good Place which like you know I felt like I loved The Good Place when it first started and was like oh this is such a great show and then I lost steam on it a little bit I'm a little bit like you Anne I'm like a three season wonder on things where I'm like Mm -hmm. I'm into this and then at some point I'm just like "Eh, I've lost the the thread a little bit. I for
1: The Good Place I think Julie really has a point because I watched like the first three or four episodes of The Good Place and I was like yeah, that's they're pretty funny and silly and then i didn't watch anymore for like it four or stick. five months and yeah. i for some reason picked it up again and then it absolutely gelled with me yes. mm-hmm. yeah and yeah. it gets better and better and better yeah. from yeah. there so i really can see somebody not quite clicking on that one for sure once
0: ted danson really gets integral and like spoiler he's alert so i guess it, he's so good and Like he gets to be sort of on their side a little bit. You're like, okay, Mm -hmm. this is like, I'm enjoying this.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, once Mm -hmm. you get that first season twist, Mm -hmm. there Mm -hmm. was no way I was ever going to stop watching. And it's a show that my mom, hi mom, Mm -hmm. my mom Mm -hmm. listens to my blog. um,
4: (laughs) That my mom watched
1: (laughs) and and said was really good. And my mom doesn't watch sitcoms. Mm -hmm. So there you go. No. Endorsement from Gene. I saw a picture of Manny Jacinto recently and I'm like, God, he's
0: so hot. Like he's such a good looking person. He's like a perfect looking person. Yeah. He's mm-hmm. the best he's bone beautiful. structure yeah. of any person I've ever seen.
1: God, <sighs> he plays a good dummy.
0: Yeah, yeah, he he really does. does. <laughs> <Portals>. um, <laughs> um, Linda says the office awkward humor. Isn't my thing. Um, I get that. And yes. honestly, like, um, you know, I. There was a time when I really loved The Office, like, in 2007 when it was airing. I would, like, that was one of the last times that I would, oh, I got to watch, you know, like, right when it airs. Um, But it's never anything I revisit. I almost revisit, like, Parks and Rec more than I visit The Office because it is so awkward, especially in the beginning when they were trying to emulate the British one Mm -hmm, and that, mm -hmm. like,
2: didn't Mm -hmm. work. Oh, that first season is brutal. It's brutal. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah.
0: Um. I definitely went through a John Krasinski like I have a crush on John Krasinski phase Who of my life though. I he went through it? Talk Are about we it while still in it? I know. I know. There is a part there's a thing that Dave and I still quote where he where Andy goes, Large tuna, have you seen my cell phone device? And he's hidden his cell phone. I mean, actually John Krasinski is kind of a dick in it, but like he, he hides it in the ceiling um Slats, and it's when Andy had recorded his ringtone <laughs> like <laughs> Rock and Robin, <laughs> yes. <laughs> and it's like he recorded all three like rounds of it. Oh, it's so good. Um. Anyway, but I understand it because it, awkward stuff is kind of it is. It can be really current-y. hard to watch. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Barb says Game of Thrones first episode featured incestuous rape and casual attempted at killing a child. All done.
1: Yeah. Oh no, it wasn't rape. That was fully, fully
3: consensual <laughs> incest. <laughs>
4: yeah.
3: I mean, there's tons of rape in that show, but...
4: Yeah. yeah. Just not in the first episode. Not that <laughs> <exact> specific <laughs> episode. Just spread
2: the love around a little bit.
0: Um, Jessica says, Breaking Bad. Something about him being a teacher and the drugs and the bathtub thing pushed me over the edge. The bathtub thing was really uncalled for. That was horrific. It, it really was. And Dave and I didn't watch it. We only watched the fifth season, concurrently with when it aired. Um, So we kind of, I'm like, oh God. And it was really when I felt a little bit more strong about being current with like what's going on in the world. So I'm like, okay, we just got to like bust through this. We got to do it. And that first little bit, I was like, I don't like this very much. Nobody is nice and it's not interesting. It's just is murder. Mm -hmm.
1: I was actually thinking about breaking bad after last week's show And I think the reason that I could never get fully on board with Breaking Bad, even though I understood that it was really good and it was, you know, telling a very interesting story, was I just, I get so frustrated with people that make such bad decisions Mm -hmm. all the time. And I'm not talking about Walter White. I'm talking about Jesse Pinkman, that sweet, sweet idiot. I'm like, who can you trust to make the absolute worst decision every time? And I would get so mad at him. Like, oh, my God, just... Stop it. There's a movie that like crystallizes.
0: So I always have this problem with movies. I can't remember it. Um, when people just make one really dumb decision that you're like, this could be easily solved if you, and I know the police are bad. Like I get it. But like, if you just call the police and you were like, you're white people just say like, Hey, like this happened. I fucked up. Like just pay the price of it. Instead of going through this moral. mine was, it was called like, it was with Christian Slater in peterburg and they like accidentally kill a prostitute or something and do and i'm and the whole thing is them covering it up and i can't like anything like that i'm like i can't get behind this because the easiest thing would you call and you just say this accidentally happened there was no intention behind it blah 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 she's also a hooker so like it's probably gonna be okay i mean i'm not saying that's right i'm just saying like that's it's probably going to be okay. To be and clear,
2: it, she is a stripper slash prostitute, according to Wikipedia. This is a 1998 film, Very right. Bad Things. Very Bad
1: Things, yes. But but we, we don't tend to search too hard uh, for justice for sex workers. No,
0: exactly. Right. So I'm Which like, is yeah, a bigger she, flaw. Just turn yourself right. in. Anyway, that's my I, – I, I feel the same way. I mean, I did
1: push through with
0: Breaking Bad and enjoyed
1: it, but it is frustrating when you're like,
0: there's an easy answer to yeah. this.
1: Right. Like, if you just thing. followed directions or you just, you know, didn't do this or you just just stay home, just sit in your home and stop trying to do things and you'll be yeah. fine. Yes. Because Walt's on it. <laughs> exactly. there, there wouldn't
3: really be a show then. I mean, yeah, true. Well, might, yeah. you know,
2: <laughs> uh, Hillary, before we move on from this uh, budget, very bad things. 30 million dollars. Do you want to take a stab at the box office?
1: Hmm. When did it come out?
2: 1998.
1: I want to guess two, but I'll let Hilary go
0: first.
2: Please, now everybody can get in on this. No,
0: I mean, see, I'm confused because I'm like, it's something that looms so large for some reason in my head. I would say 50. I'm going to say 2.6 million. I'm going to say 15.
2: (laughs) Okay. Well, uh, I get the the Wikipedia number and the Box Office Mojo number are slightly different, so I'll give them both. Wikipedia had it at 21 million. Oh, dang it. Uh, Box Office Mojo has it at 9.8 domestic and 9.8 worldwide. Oh, same well, number. So, yeah, yeah. yeah, So even significantly less.
0: Yeah. Well, you know. It's why Christian Slater maybe isn't like I mean, he does okay, but like I think maybe why he's not like a movie star anymore.
2: I just want to thank you for bringing up a random <laughs> 90s flop directed by Peter Berg. It's what I do. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Anyway, guys, thank you for your responses.
1: Um, you didn't uh, do them all.
0: Oh, I'm sorry. Actually, this is uh, no. Thank you, thank you, because okay.
1: you missed Amanda's too. Oh shit, I did. Oh god, well
0: what is Amanda's wrong with me? is a two and done, so
2: she yeah. Didn't really uh, yeah I mean, no.
0: <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, Amanda says technically a two and done. I did a triathlon right before I turned forty. Then I attempted a second
1: one and ended up needing hip surgery. That's some sort of temporary Yikes. insanity. Oh.
0: oh, I feel terrible.
1: I think nobody needs to do a triathlon more than once. No. No.
0: No. Right? That's like a, you did it. You yep. didn't blame it. The end. Yeah. I had a moment where I thought, oh, I think I could do that. But I really, I truly hate running so much that I, that is a, a stopper for me. Besides running pat like away from somebody who's jacking off behind me, I <laughs> typically do not run. You need some sort of motivation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm not interested. Everybody's like, "No, you just do that." I'm like, "No, I don't. No. I have large breasts. I'm not gonna run. Like this is not fun for me. My body is not made for this. I can walk
1: a thousand miles, but I mm-hmm. cannot do this." Right, as they say in Jane Austen, she's an excellent walker. <laughs> <laughs> <I
0: am. laughs>
4: Thanks, buddy.
0: Okay, I know. I'm baby. I'm recording. I love you. Bye. Sorry. <laughs> I love <laughs> so. you. How, how you're always like, I love you. Go away. <laughs> Okay, can you please close the door, Betty? Okay. Daddy's getting... Sorry. Daddy's getting burgers. Okay. Okay. All right. Close the door. Um, all right. <laughs> the last one. I want a burger now. <laughs> I know. And the last one is Alicia. She said, Vegas. Pure hell for this asthmatic introvert. Um, that is like a definition Ugh. of why you should not go to Vegas. I hate that place so much. You know, it's someplace that like um, I would think that I would like to go, but I do not like. I get very stressed out about spending too much money, like on gambling kind of stuff. And I like going to the pool, but like not for that long. And it's way too hot to stay there for that right. long. I really, if I unless there do- are pools elsewhere. Yeah, exactly. And if I'm gonna, and I've never been that hot that I'm gonna be like, yes, like like check out my hot bud by the pool. I'm just like get me another drink. But the only. Like, if I'm going to choose some place that's sort of known for its, you know, overindulgence, it would be New Orleans. Like, I would prefer to, even though it's hot as hell and humid, at least it's interesting stuff to look at. And it, you're walking around. There's some history there. Vegas is fine I just have like a fake Eiffel Tower like it's so weird it's such a weird place it's such a weird place the only thing that I've done that's fun there is I went to go see the indigo girls there and that was kind of fun but otherwise I was like "Mm." Dave did ask my dad for like my hand in marriage while we were in Vegas with my parents and my dad said "Mm, you have to ask Kathleen (laughs) I mean, now I would say, like, you don't know, have to ask my parents. They're not paying for any. Well, they paid for the wedding, but they're not paying for our lives. But at the time, it
1: seemed appropriate. Yeah, I'm not sure what I would do in Vegas. Oh, There's and. about it appeals to me. The gambling, and, the and shows, what.
0: It is so not for you. It is, like, No anti-and. I stayed in my
3: hotel room the whole entire time, basically.
0: I mean, that's about the best part, is, like. Well, the hotel rooms are amazing. Yeah, the hotel rooms are nice, and you can watch TV, and. You know, you can get some good food and stuff, but otherwise, I just I, it is a two day max kind of place for me, where I'm like, okay, I'm done. It's like, exhausting. Let's get out of here! Yeah,
1: like even like the idea of a all you need, can eat buffet is intriguing, but the reality of these Mm-mm. buffets is not all that it's cracked up no. to be. Now, Bobby, I know that you have had some good buffet experiences in the past, so you may differ from me, but I just don't it's not worth it in
2: the end.
3: Well, and food isn't
1: cheap there anymore.
3: It's very right. No. right. No.
2: You're not getting the incredible like 699 steak Mm-mm. buffet deal. No. Now, the f- the first all you can eat Vegas buffet I did was at one of the very off-strip casinos, one of the station casinos, and that was pretty low rent. Um, but I'm trying to remember where we did a really 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 nice one. It might have been the Aria and uh that one was super impressive. But yeah, those are not cheap anymore. That's a different experience.
1: I just think it's unfair to present all that food to me. And I can't possibly get it all. Mm -mm, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Why would you force me to choose? You know, I,
0: whatever. It's, I think the history of Vegas is very interesting, but it is just like a desert where they plot down. I saw an episode production of Mama Mia there that was very good but that's about
4: the extent of my
1: my serious experience there. Like I might want to see one of the old style showgirl review kind of things just
2: to see it. Uh, You gotta go to Old Vegas, do Fremont, go to a gift shop, get some playing cards with with hairy uh, hairy nude women on them (laughs) Uh, straight from the 70s. I, I have somewhere that deck of cards still, one of my souvenirs from Vegas. You know, uh, as long as you have it, Bobby, I feel okay yeah. not having it myself. And then they get to go to the pepper mill, which is my favorite Oh yeah. Yeah.
1: I've been to the pepper mill in
0: Reno. Uh
2: huh. Oh Jesus. That's yeah. so so much more depressing. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> I tell you, Sam um there's a there's an ophthalmologist in Reno who we see at conferences and he's always sort of casually trying to recruit Sam to go work there. And I think to myself, well, You know, it's it's like it would just close your eyes and pretend it's Tahoe, right? Because you're just, yeah, you don't you don't have it's not really Reno, like you don't have to think about it being Reno. But I close my eyes and I just see Reno nine (laughs) one one, and I'm done. Like Mm -hmm. I just can't I can't fathom living there.
1: What's the cost of living in Reno? Is it cheaper? It's cheap. Yeah, yeah, it's cheap.
0: Um, I mean, it was in get him two thousand two or whatever when I went there. But yeah, and, and Tahoe is like I. The most exciting part of Reno is there was some casino. It was maybe the Peppermill that we went to, and they have one. <laughs> I'm such a child. They had one of those dividing lines where you're in it, and it's like, if you're on this side, you're in Nevada, and if you're on this side, you're in California, and I'm like, I'm in two states at the same time. <laughs> that was my thrill. But, yes, Alicia and Ann, and Vegas is not for you. Absolutely not.
2: Huh. Reno is 20% cheaper than Boston. So, well, oh. Not that uh, I sal- a salary of $100,000 in Boston, Massachusetts could decrease to 69934 nine thirty four in Reno. Hmm. So, yeah. no. hold on. Let me do Albany. This is all the show is going to be now is how much it would cost to live in <laughs> Reno. Right cola. A lot of cola talk today. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, it would increase. It costs more to live in Reno than Albany. So, sorry. Sorry. You're like, not going. S- yeah. Steamed hams, not Reno. Sorry. <laughs>
0: Well, I think that (laughs) does it for the mailbag. Um, Bobby, do you want to take us into a medium talk?
2: Yeah, absolutely. So uh, for this week, as Tishi turns 100, and of course, it's not our big anniversary because we we always forget when we hit the big anniversaries when we add the LRB total. So we blew past episode 500 without even realizing we did it. I think we did 433 episodes yeah. of L Because yes. that's what it down. defaults to when we're yep. uploading. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. <laughs> so uh, happy 533rd episode, ladies. Um, we wanted to do things revolving around the number 100 for T. She keeps it 100. Because <laughs> we're so original. <laughs> and we had a couple of thoughts about this, and we're going to explore them. They're their pop culture thoughts. Uh, and the first one is a T. She adventure. A Tishi road trip stop, but not a cinema road trip stop. Instead, a trip to the Hundred Acre Wood. Yes. So we are going to take a trip back to the land of Winnie the Pooh and Christopher Robin and friends. And we are going to uh, take a oh my God. scientific... I'm
1: going with Kenny Loggins for the outro song.
2: <laughs> Yay. There it is. Uh, and we're going to take a, a trip back through a through a highly scientific BuzzFeed quiz yeah. <laughs> that is going to tell us uh, what 100 Acre Wood character are you, or whether the title is We Know Which Winnie the Pooh Character You Are Based on These Eight Questions, Oh Bother, written by Tiny Sylvester123, a community contributor. <laughs> so just some I, just random feel,
1: person. I feel like I'd really like to see the methodology behind this. In order to understand, like, what are the possible? There were more mm-hmm. eight than eight characters in the yes. mm-hmm. Wood yeah. weren't there?
2: Well, if you count rabbits' friends and relations. There were a lot more. Eight questions could spiral out into so many mathematical channels, like it's just a game of Plinko, isn't it? So, uh, you know, should, should we? I'll run through the questions really quick, mm-hmm. just so mm-hmm. that people have them, uh, and I'll say how I answer, just so that the people get mine. Uh, how do you typically spend a Friday night? The answers were catching up or studying a catching up on studying, or work watching a movie hanging out with family sleeping reading or going out with friends i chose watching a movie i did Uh, too i had reading because i'm a nerd
3: i was gonna say nerd alert meredith um reading
2: yeah uh where can you be found at a party on the dance floor at home with friends off in a corner all over the place or near the food (laughs)
1: <laughs> well near the food is where i would be at a party but at home is really <laughs> the one that immediately yep. leapt right. out at me
2: uh mine was on the dance floor obviously and of course i chose all over the place although in hindsight i probably should have picked your the food <laughs> um pick a disney song
0: this was the toughest one for me honestly because i i i vacillated between two
1: well there's three i haven't heard
2: well, I thought it was funny that of six Disney songs, two of them were from Mulan. Mulan. Mm-hmm. yeah. So we have Reflection from Mulan, A Dream Is a Wish Ugh. Your Heart Makes from Cinderella, I'll Make a Man Out of You again. That's Mulan. A, actually a great song. Friend Like Me from Aladdin, uh, You're Welcome from Moana, and A Spoonful of Sugar Helps the Medicine Go Down, Mary Poppins. Um, weird, weird that that's here with these other <laughs> you know, animated ones. I went with Friend Like Me from Aladdin because that was a movie too. that was me too. Yeah.
0: Mary Poppins. You're welcome is a great song and it's, um, it's the rock singing, which I mean, he he sings as well as I do, but they, Landman, while Miranda really wrote to his like skills as far as singing, which is like talk singing. I mean, it's not good, Mm -hmm. but, um, but it's a very catchy, fun song.
2: Then we had to pick a food, uh, pizza, cheeseburger, burrito. looks like a deli sandwich of some kind, a nice one, uh, then sushi. And then a sort of, um, a pasta, pasta italian english yeah. a, a, a non-red sauced pasta dish yes. just to be specific so that it's different enough from the pizza i went with the pizza pizza yeah i did too i should have done the pasta but I I
0: inexplicably pizza. really i should have done the pizza because that was the one that appealed to me but i don't know why i picked the sushi i guess i was in the mood for sushi
2: and now i'm like why did i pick the sushi that's weird mm-hmm. but anyway you, i did your answer's gonna be flawed meredith yeah. um pizza uh, pick a TV show, Modern Family, New Girl, Grey's Anatomy, The Good Place, Riverdale, Top Chef. Good Place. Hello. Good Place. Good Place. Good place. Good place. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what is the first thing you do when you get home? Call your friends, take a nap, eat a snack, play video games, start your work or homework or exercise. Honest to God, I think I said take a nap. <laughs>
0: I vacillated between take a nap and play video games. And like, while I don't play like of it, vi- like I don't have a PlayStation. You're I some do- Candy. I crush them candy as soon as I get home. So I was like, that counts.
3: <laughs> I said video games too, but like, what do you mean when I get home? When do I
1: leave? Like, right, right. What, what have I been doing? It was hard to
3: answer that question
1: from, from work or from the grocery store or I ate a snack. Nobody's going to be surprised <laughs> by
2: that. Uh, what do you value most? Intellect, happiness, positivity, compassion, loyalty, or passion. I said intellect. Me too. Nerds.
0: <laughs> I said happiness. I said compassion. Oh, look. Um, I actually, I have like a whole treatise on why I think loyalty is bullshit. Like it irritates me when people say loyalty is the like most important thing. Not that I'm not loyal. It just irritates me because I feel like it's
2: in lieu of other things. Like I don't know. People who demand loyalty usually work out well. Donald Trump, <laughs> Momo, yeah. Buddy good. Yeah, and there's a whole term for it—blind
1: loyalty. Yes, that's not a positive quality necessarily. No, No,
2: exactly. Finally, how do you make decisions? Do you ask for advice? I rely on facts and logic. I go with my gut. I use my best judgment. I follow what everyone else is doing, (laughs) or I just wing it.
1: I feel fairly confident that Meredith and I yet again pick the same one. Yes, I think so. Of course, that we rely on facts and logic. I said I use my best judgment. Me too,
2: best judgment. (laughs) <laughs> uh and uh how did we do uh hillary which winnie the pooh character are you based on these eight questions
1: well so
0: to be fair uh, my favorite winnie the pooh character and i think probably because i think it's the cutest one is piglet i've always loved piglet but i am winnie the pooh
2: Whatever. Hmm. i thought the snack was going to push me toward winnie the pooh but i am not and mm-hmm. i think about um, how i feel if is that the character that i would pick for you
0: I mean, the thing is, I feel like most people would pick my least favorite character for me, and that makes me sad, because I hate... Tigger, I think he's so chaotic and annoying, but... He's um... a pain in the ass.
1: (laughs) Oh, he's just enthusiastic. I know, but it just causes...
0: Yes, it just causes... It's like Rory, where I'm like, you need to calm down right now. I need you to, like, take it down a notch. But the Winnie the Pooh description is, just like Pooh, you're kind, loyal, and creative. (laughs) Whatever. You have a caring soul, and you're always there for your loved ones. I mean, I guess fine.
2: You're also the center of attention. (laughs) It's named after me. (laughs) And uh, he's a a shirt, no pants guy. Yes, I mean,
0: sometimes. Yeah, yeah, for sure.
2: Uh, Anne, which one of the character are you based on these eight questions? I am Owl, which I'm conflicted Mm. about. Like
1: Owl, you're wise, serious, and intelligent. You're a natural teacher and enjoy helping others learn. I can't disagree with any of that. But the thing is, Owl is a blowhard. (laughs) He's kind of a stuffy, pompous ass Mm -hmm. who thinks he's educated and knows things where, I mean, his spelling of happy birthday is really not acceptable. (laughs) Um, I identify much more with Rabbit, who I think is the one who's really smart, but very neurotic and anxious and kind of bossy. I feel like that fits me much better.
4: Mm -hmm.
1: No, but I mean, I think if we're going to be like, there are things about Al
0: that do not, um, are not applicable to you, but that you are a good teacher and you are wise. You are, you're all those things. I don't think you're a blowhard. So that's
2: good. Yeah. Oh God, I hope not. (laughs) You, you blow medium. (laughs) Great. (laughs) Uh, Meredith,
3: uh, no surprise I also got owl um but I did take this a couple of different times I took it yesterday and then I took it twice today and the second time I got Eeyore and that's kind of what I was hoping for I've always identified more with um (laughs) depressed leave me alone how does the description do you have the description I don't know I have the owl one
2: up so just just a depressed uh sad sack yeah
4: yeah
1: well, Eeyore is just not a positive person. He's pretty... Right. Uh, maybe Eeyore's a realist. Well, that's <laughs> yeah, what I yeah. think. He knows yes. the world is kind of shit. Right. Yeah.
3: But his friends, you know, they don't give up on him, and they still like want to hang out with him, even if he doesn't feel like it sometimes.
0: I um, I used to call Duchess Eeyore, because even though she was like a happy dog, she had a Eeyore look about her, and she just like <laughs> slumps through... That like and when Dave is kind of like in his <clears throat> Irishy Boston kind of melancholy phase, I'm like, stop being an Eeyore. Everything is fine. You need to like, I need to up the positivity a little bit <laughs> right now. But um, there is a festival in Austin, which always <sighs> listen. I like weed as much as the next person, but there's like a an Eeyore festival in and I don't understand. Mm. Like it, it's called Eor's birthday. It's the last Saturday of April, and it's an Birthday party is a day long festival taking place in Austin, Texas, and it's in this place called Peace Park. It's basically like I, ostensibly for kids, but I think people just smoke weed there the whole time. It's very weird because it's not legal in Texas. But what's
1: the connection to Eeyore's birthday, yeah. though?
0: It uh, Eeyore's birthday party began in 1963 as a spring party and picnic before the beginning of Dead Week, hosted by Plan Two. That's the um, that's the honors school at uh, um, UT students and faculty, blah, 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 blah. It was named for Eeyore, a chronically depressed donkey. <laughs> <laughs> That's me. Who in one story believes his friends have forgotten his birthday only to discover they have planned a surprise party for him. Despite its name, the event does not fall on the official birthday of the fictional character.
1: <laughs> <laughs> did, uh, did they? Boy, it's a while since I read that, but as I recall about Eeyore's birthday, Pooh and Piglet were going to get him presents, and so Pooh got him a jar of honey, but decided to take a little off the top on the way, which ended up with him eating the entire jar of
4: honey, and he was like,
1: here, I got you a pot, and Piglet got him a balloon, and then he was running and fell down and popped the balloon. Yep. So he gave him a popped balloon, and it all turned out great, because the popped balloon was just the right size to put into the
2: empty pot.
3: That's right. Perfect. How did you remember Uh, that?
1: I love that story
2: and it's not in the public domain yet so you just cost us a lot of money Whoopsie. um We're doomed. Very... I, I pulled up the description for eeyore so eeyore says like eeyore you're serious and cautious you may come across as pessimistic sometimes but that's just part of your sensitive nature you tend to be more introverted but you always you're always very genuine in your relationships oh that. that's a nice yeah.
3: interpretation
2: I had to just go through and pick all the most depressing answers. <laughs> mm-hmm. oh, but I managed to do it on the first shot. So what's, the de- what's the depressing food? Uh, uh, the sandwich. The, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the pizza uh, must yeah, have pushed me over into Owl. The sandwich, Riverdale, take a nap. <laughs> uh, reflection, off in a corner, sleeping. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was just quick. Uh, mine... Didn't surprise me. Except I thought I would get Pooh Bear. I didn't. So, um, you know, I... I'm the
0: Pooh Bear now. Dog. <laughs> <laughs> it's just
2: confusing. A couple different... Why make a joke about one movie when you make a joke about two yeah,
4: movies? True. <laughs> Sufficient.
2: Um, I got a character that I overlook when I think about this, and that is that I am Christopher Robin. Of oh, course you are. Uh... Yeah. Like Christopher, you're a cheerful, intelligent, and determined. You're a natural leader, and others often look up to you. Oh, that's so nice. this this field marshal completely Yeah, uh, that makes sense. Uh and I was trying to figure out what the eight options would be and I went to the Disney characters page and they count Kanga and Roo as one character, so I wonder if No I know. Rue's a whole different thing, but I, I wonder if for this quiz, I wonder if you can get Rue separate from Kanga. I don't know. I always thought that was sort of the darkest
1: storyline in the Winnie the Pooh original books because, you know, Kanga and Roo come later and they're strangers, and Pooh and Piglet and Rabbit are like, Who are these fuckers mm-hmm. invading our territory? And so they want to get them to leave. So Rabbit's plan is to kidnap Roo and substitute Piglet into Kanga's pouch. And then when she, you know, finds out that she has a, a pig instead of her baby, Piglet has to say, Aha! And yikes that's basically it and you know basically they're they're ransoming her child to force her to leave the hundred acre wood
3: messed up and in the
1: end it turns out that rue is so cute and fun and rabbit loves him that they decide to let them stay
2: when these come into the public domain in the first book comes in in 20 or no they all come in in 2026 we looked this up because it's you know a A. milne died in 70s or something and so or 50s or something, so 70 years later. Um, and we're just going to do story time. I just want you to read yeah.
1: us. <laughs> oh, my God. I love the ep- the episode, the episode, the chapter, where they all decide to go on an expotition.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh, so there you go. Tishi goes to the 100 Acre Wood. We will post the, uh, the survey, of course, mm-hmm. in the show notes and such, so that you can also tell us uh, which your. Which character are you? And of course, that'll be the question of the week, too, right? I mean, yep. oh, yeah. And who, honestly, who are you in the Hundred Acre Wood?
1: I got to say, I don't really care for the Disney brand of Winnie the Pooh. No. I like the old mm-hmm. stuff yes. before yes. it was Disney. I like the original E.B. Shepherd illustrations. Yep. I like the Heffalumps and Woozles. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was very trippy. Oh, yeah. yeah. Cool. For a pot of honey. Heffalumps and Woozles song. I mean, really. Poo dropped acid and then yes, yep. had a trip.
0: <laughs> well, and it's so funny because when the kids kind of minorly started to be interested in Winnie the Pooh, I was like, oh, okay, you know, there would be a Pooh movie or something. And I'm like, oh, you know, great. And I was always seeking um, TV shows that weren't very loud, you know, that were sort of like calm. And, you know, it's it's calming to watch. And... Yeah, it was the Disney versions of it. And I was like, I don't like this as much. It seems too, like, wacky. And there's too many adventures that are annoying. It's not the the way that I remember it. God damn it.
2: <laughs> it's <Disney>. ruining everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fuck you, Disney. Um, and with that, we're going to go to the next 100. Uh, we actually only have one more officially. But if, if we can come up with something else on the fly, we can keep going. Uh, we're going to stay in the pop culture vein and for this one, we're going to do the classic uh, Tishi Billboard Top 100. It's classic now. Uh, we've all taken a look at the uh, Billboard Hot 100 from The Week We Were Born. And we're not going with the number one, uh, but we're going to just uh, pick a song that we like from the Billboard Hot 100 from The Week We Were Born to share. So it's a really simple exercise. And, we, you know, you're welcome to this is not the question of the week, but you're welcome to do this as well. And we'll go in the same order if I can remember it. So, Hillary. Yes. Take us to your Hot 100 week from the week you were born.
0: Okay. So, um, I actually kind of like my number one song because I think it's appropriate. Mm-hmm. It's Hot Child. Think, yeah. And- we
1: can have a little discussion of some of the things that are yeah. on your chart. Yes. Absolutely.
0: Uh, Hot Child in the City is number one. And I feel like that's very appropriate. Um, I kind of like that song. <laughs> Are well, Beast of Burden is in there, which I don't know why. I mean, RIP, um, what's his face? Charlie, Oh, my dad's gonna kill me. What's his last name? The drummer that died, Charlie Rose. Oh, I want no no, 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 um, <laughs> uh, yes, different, Charlie. yes, Ch- Charlie. Wanna,
2: you want to flounder a little bit more?
0: Uh, what's his name? Charlie, the guy, Charlie I... Watts. Yes, yeah, sorry. Uh, my dad actually texted me about it, like, I'm really sad about oh. Charlie Watts. I know, um. So, I like Hot Child on the City, and then a lot of the rest of the 100 are smatterings of, well, either disco, because obviously it was 78, or the soundtrack to Grease, which I'm always, that's great. Like, I will, you know, I I do prefer Grease, too, but I know every word to every song of Grease, so I'm like, alright, like, I, I recognize these. There are so many that I'm like I have never heard this song before and there's a lot of songs so I mean whatever but there's some that I'm just like I've never even heard of this person before Um, Al Stewart who are you I don't know oh I think he's on mine well I mean we're adjacent to each other so
2: Al Stewart he's a he's a known quantity he was a guitar playing uh, singer songwriter guy I
1: got his the one on my chart is year of the cat number 11 (laughs)
0: I mean, my, I, Anna and I feel like we are very 70s. Like our stuff is like, we are
1: in the 70s. Uh, you oh
0: know, yeah, I've got, we're
1: right at the intersection of a whole <laughs> bunch of musical cultures.
0: Yes, exactly. Like there's some rock, but it's a lot of disco and a lot of just like, we're trying to figure this out. We don't really know what's going on. Um, I do love on Billboard, the pictures that they have, they'll have a little like a side picture of the people that are. Singing, and a lot of times it is a more modern picture that I guess they just have mm. in their algorithm. So, I Alice Cooper's on there, and I'm sure this is not what he looked like <laughs> in 1978, but it's just like scary old person Alice Cooper with you know makeup on. Um, but uh, the number, if we're gonna go all the way to a hundred, the number hundred is Take Me, I'm Yours by Michael Henderson, another song I have never heard of before. Yeah, nope. I don't know
2: if I know that one. Yeah.
0: Anyway, that that's my that's my list.
2: Okay. Le I Freak the by Chic. <laughs> that's one. Classic. <laughs> uh I forget the order I went in. And were you next? I think yes, you were next. I believe yeah. so. Good. Because uh, this is all about being you know disciplined right. <laughs> yeah.
1: Consistent. My chart is a veritable cornucopia of who's who. It's really kind of astonishing. At number one, we had New Kid in Town by Eagles. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mentioned this to you Hillary number two was Evergreen love theme from a star is born by Barbra Streisand (laughs) which again
0: I believe won I'm pretty sure it won the Oscar for best song I'm pretty sure it was really it was like psychotically popular like more popular I think than the movie
1: actually was it was really popular uh, but then we have Steve Miller, Fly Like mm-hmm. an Eagle, we've got Classic. the Jacksons, we've got Bob Seger, we've got Abba, we've got Manilow, there's Al Stewart, we've got Stevie Wonder, Fleetwood Mac, Kiss, wow. the Bee Gees, wow. Thelma Houston, which is one of my favorite karaoke songs, Hall and Oates. I mean, it just goes on and on and on and on all the way down. Oh, wait. Uh, I had to listen to number 47, After the Lovin' by Engelbert Humperdinck. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> Let's just say it's a good thing we came up with Kenny Loggins for the outro. <laughs> um, it's, it's a thing. But number 100 was Dance, Little Lady Dance by Danny White. And I was like,
4: I bet that's disco. And I went
1: and listened to it. Oh, yes, <laughs> it's disco, and uh, it's falsetto. Disco. Oh, wow. He sings mm. in a falsetto, and it's not pleasant
0: to the ears. It's not like BG-esque where you're like, no, oh, they no, can no, hit no, those. No.
1: <laughs> I think he may have been aiming for something yes. BG-esque, but he did not achieve it. <laughs> If I was going to pick one that I wanted to listen to, where is it? Come on. I lost it. Um, No, it was in the... Well, anyway, I know what it was. What I would pick to listen to right now. Here it is. Number 21 from Kansas. Carry on, Wayward Son. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. that's a good... Sure. Oh, yeah.
4: Carry on my
5: wayward son. There'll be people... Lay head to
4: rest. Don't you cry no more.
1: That stands the
2: test of time. Absolutely. Yeah. That's and how you know you've hit the montage in the movie.
1: Yep. <laughs> that, those 70s rock songs that lasted like seven minutes or whatever. Mm-hmm. And you're like... Oh. And here's the slow section, and here's the long guitar section, and oh boy, now we got the drums coming in. Those songs have everything, and Carry On Wayward Sun is one of the good ones, a great Mm -hmm. one. Yeah, that's a really good one. Let's move into the 80s. Okay, so that's
3: me. Um, The Hot 100 for the week of my birthday, um, I thought I had um, entered it wrong because it goes to January 1982, but that's because it's the same week as December 28, 1981, um mm-hmm. so confusion uh alleviated so um there's this is also a great list i think um i'm gonna start at the uh, hundred which is sharing the love by rufus with shaka khan
1: um yeah rufus and shaka khan have a bunch of mm-hmm. them right around this like five ten year era it seems like i don't know who Sh- rufus i don't was. either and
3: i don't know that song um uh, and I'm too good of an employee to spend my, my day <laughs> looking these up. So I didn't listen to I it. Hillary to do it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, like, I'm on the case. We've got um, Twilight by Electric Light Orchestra. Controversy by Prince. Um, endless Love. Diana Ross and Lionel Richie.
4: My classic. endless love. Super
3: Freak by oh, Rick God. James. It's My Party by Dave Stewart and Barbara Gaskin. I don't know what that is.
1: Um It's not it's my party and
3: I'll
0: cry if I don't I want to. I think so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like that's the that's like the big breakthrough. Um Meredith was born in like nineteen fifty five. She's like Surprise! JKL guys. <laughs> <laughs>
4: um
3: we've got the Carpenters, we've got Genesis, Rush, Rick Springfield, Bob Seeger. Um but the number one song on the week of my birth was Physical by Olivia Newton John. Hell nice. yeah. Yes.
4: <laughs>
0: All-time great videos. Yeah, We definitely had that on vinyl, too. We were like, yes, we
1: love this song. And it is so horny and kind of gross. And it's one of those things when, being our age, the only thing Olivia Newton-John-wise that we were exposed to for a long time was Grease. Yes. And so I knew her as Sandy from Grease. And then you got this horny song. (laughs) I'm like, wait a minute. Excuse me? Mm -hmm.
2: Uh... That Doja Can't song that samples at the interpolation of yes. physicalism yeah. awesome. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's
0: really good. It's really good. Um,
2: I guess that means we're going Vince to 86.
0: Yeah. Yep. Ooh, 86. This is like shit that I like remember.
2: New kids mm-hmm. on the block. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually not quite. This is the week of January 11th, 1986 because the 5th is the Sunday and so it's the Saturday since so the beginning of that week. The uh, number one song is Say You Say Me, Lionel ah, Richie. Nice. Good. Yes. And number two is party all the time. Eddie (laughs) Murphy, oh dear lord!
0: (laughs) This is when he was just like unstoppable. They're like, oh, you want to do that? Okay, everything.
2: Yeah. And this list is great. We've got the cars, Stevie Nicks. Um, Number ten, Walk of Life, Dire Straits, Mm. great song. Um, I mean, not a great song, but like a great listen, even though it's a shitty song. Um, Stevie wonders with Go Home. You know, always stop for Stevie.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, what else did I flag in here? Because there were so many good ones I wanted to make sure. Oh, yeah. Billy Ocean's When the Going Gets Tough, the Tough Get Going. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. So many good other stuff, too, here. I'm going to scroll through. I know I had a few picked out. I talked about Dire Straits. Oh, Aretha Franklin, Who's Zoom and Who? How did that song not have oh. a renaissance Come with on. Zoom?
0: Yeah. I don't even know if I know that song. Number 46.
2: I, I don't. It got it's like it, it, it topped out in the top 10 so it it's a good song mike oh. and the mechanics oh starship's song on here we built this city oh. is still oh. making its way down the yes. charts i loved that song point. i so did too much and i, I in 1986
3: i was what four mm-hmm. and i loved that song
2: it's oh, a yeah. good song for a child <laughs> yes. it's the laser rock show song <laughs> living in america also on this chart at 36 and i'm going up so You know, that's your your laser rock back to back there. Um, (laughs) There's some rush. And then I wanted to just skip down a bunch to the last 10, because the last 10 actually in succession are really funny. So 91 is Kate Bush running up that hill. Number two, starting its first week on the charts, it'll make it all the way up. The Super Bowl shuffle. Mm. Oh, God. the timing is perfect right cuz it's just a, f- a couple of right weeks before, before the th- Super Bowl
0: that was a really impactful song like yes, it i was. Yeah. was ardently i mean obviously now I'm a New England Patriots fan but i was like so like for i mean every kid in america that did not live in the boston area was for the bears cuz you're like mm-hmm. the fridge he's the best
2: by he the shuffle and crew the official <laughs> oh credit god i uh, hope the marketing department got a huge raise <laughs> saving all my mo- love for you Whitney Houston's Ooh, at nice. 93 tears are falling kisses at 94 my pick from this whole list number 95 and she was talking heads very good such a, oh, good, yeah, song. a good
4: song hey, hey!
2: sisters oh. at 96 loving every minute of it lover boy 97 soul kiss olivia newton john at 98 take on me oh. still coming down oh. the charts uh-huh. wow. 99 you know coming i rewatched that down. video classic
1: not that long ago that is an amazing it's, video yeah. It, it, yeah, was... it made
0: that i mean the song is great but the video is yeah. really just like that, that video is,
1: holds yeah. up it does 35 years later yep it doesn't and look like
2: cheesy or no, anything. No, it's it's r t and cool. It's still cool. Uh, and at one hundred, girls are more fun. Ray Parker Jr. <laughs>
0: <laughs> wow, I can't believe he charted. I mean, I knew him for a song that uh, played yep. it ever and rolling every rolling skating. If you want to
2: play it, it sounds like Ghostbusters.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, you got to stay in your lane, right?
2: Yep. yep, So there you go. And she was would be my pick out of that whole list. But lots of lots of. Club bangers, Good there. On the
1: 1986 <laughs> <list>. <laughs> is this where we tear our hair out and mourn over the demise of popular music? And how,
0: well, and it's funny because when I look at the top 100 right now, I'm like, well, I know some of the songs because I have a nine year old who is it's sort of cute because she knows every song and I'm like, how do you know this song? I don't feel like I've exposed you to it, but she's just, it's how I was, you know, my yeah, parents didn't, did it re- when you were that age. I'm yeah. Sure. yeah. And my, my parents didn't, I mean, they knew who Michael Jackson and, and Madonna were, but like they weren't in deep where they knew all the, all the words to all of the songs. I'm like, I guess she's just in that range, except that she's like, well, this is a TikTok meme. And I'm like,
3: oh, it's just a different medium.
0: I know, I know, Grandma. I know, but yeah, I know, but it, some other songs will get popular. It's just like, oh, I know this song from, you know, the 90s or something because it's become a TikTok, TikTok meme, but, you know, uh, some of the songs I enjoy, I like Dua Lipa, fine, um, and I like Olivia Rodrigo, as previously discussed, but some of the other songs, I'm like, I don't know
2: what this is. I'm looking I at this week's chart, and I, don't, I just don't listen to popular radio, so I, I don't keep track unless I go out of my way to do it, but... I see that Lizzo and Cardi B have a new single. That's they do mm-hmm. just rumors, fired. I think. Yeah. Rumors, yeah. yeah, yeah. So it'll be the second, but there's no you in it, so There's no second you in it, so that's fine. <laughs>
4: um,
2: yeah, I mean, I do Lipa, lots of Do Lipa, Doja Cat, Lil Nas X. M-
0: music is definitely the thing. You know, I try to be like aware of popular culture generally. I don't try, and I've never been a big music person where I. I even when I was in college, all my friends that liked indie bands, I was like, this is just not for me. It's fine if you like it. It's just not something that I'm going to keep track of. But music, it really is the thing that you realize your age when you have oh, no yeah. idea mm-hmm. what's going
2: Kid, on. Kids these days, with Megan Thee Stallion charting with thought shit, I'm just working my way through the. <laughs> like that just wouldn't have, It's not something that would have happened, you know? Yeah. The thing mm-hmm.
1: is, I still, I know of all of these artists yes. that you're yeah. mentioning. I just haven't listened to their music. Mm hmm. Yes, that's all. Yep, and I I think I sort of been all always been that way. Like when I know all the Jim Blossom song. If my freshman roommate hadn't loved the Jim Blossoms, probably <laughs> not. She loved Jim Blossoms. She loved Presents of the United States of America. Yes. she loved cake. Yep, peaches. Uh, cake. Wow. I, so no, I, know I know all, all that stuff. You know, And actually, probably I know all the pop music from that era just because she had the radio on all the time. And I was like, yeah, this is great. This is cool. This is fine. But I would never go searching for it for myself. Yeah. So I don't know. Am I just old or is this my natural personality? Well, I think maybe. It, or both. Maybe both. And I also think there's not necessarily such
0: a – like a uni- you know, one culture that we're all listening to Kiss FM all the time. I mean, I do listen to it with the kids sometimes, right. but it used to be that was our only way besides. Oh, we all listen to Hootie
1: Kid. and the Blowfish. Yes, I don't of care course. who
3: you oh, are. Yeah. You just had the radio, everyone's listening to the same thing. And so you're just exposed to hand. basically pop music all the time. Yep, exactly. And now
0: that I have a which choice, wh- I avoid it. <laughs> I know, which is why my parents listen to like NPR, sports talk radio, yep. or, you know, oldies.
1: Mm-hmm. I never would have chosen to listen to. John Popper and Blues Traveler no. and his his harmonica, but that's that's what you got. That is so 1995. My goodness, it was like when I went yep. to
0: Mexico to like get better at Spanish. I started translating that one big uh, song, and I was like, "That's how I can time it." It's like this is when I was good at Spanish because I can still sing part of that well, like, song in Spanish. <laughs> and it was right, so now the outro song is Hook. Just no, kidding. No, Just kidding. No, no, please. No, no, no. <laughs> oh. Anyway, uh,
2: so that was medium talk. And I think that was enough medium yeah, talk. Yeah, yeah. I remember when we were like, hey, this might be a short episode. And then we laughed. And now we're an hour and 20 minutes in. So like... <laughs> LOL. Yeah. <laughs> we're
1: 100
0: Question guys. Of the
2: week. Yeah. Tell us which one of the Pooh character you are. And if you want to do the chart thing, too, that's cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I really
1: I think sometimes I should build a playlist. Like, I don't have Spotify because I am an old I'm the oldest of all of us when Christy's not here, <laughs> uh, but <laughs> I'm like, well, I could download some of these songs, but I hate paying money for stuff.
0: And I will give you access to my Spotify and give me the songs we can make playlists. That'd be fun. I think Bobby did make a playlist of our of our LRBs like songs. I did the our summer, our summer oh, yeah. songs a couple yeah. years ago. Yeah. But yeah.
1: Don't you have to have Spotify to listen to them? No.
4: Oh, you, you don't have to pay. I mean,
1: yeah. yeah, you can.
3: You have to listen to a commercial now and then, but you can use it. Yeah. yeah. I know.
1: It's just too much work. It is. I like podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I agree.
2: On to Tishy Recommends. Hillary, you've got a, a spicy <laughs> recommendation for us this weekend that's not Hillary's Horny Corner. <laughs>
0: and it's not Hillary's Horny Corner. I'm actually like, I need to find a Horny Corner book
1: because I started. Oh, I've got book. one next time we do Horny Corner. Oh, please tell me because Maybe I, have I should
0: been, tell I, you. And we can talk about it in the horny corner. <gasps> Let's do it.
2: Yes, please. Is that I the need corner something. It's a party because that completely changes the BuzzFeed quiz.
0: <laughs> um, no, I've been trying to read some books, and you know how, like, when you are excited about a book and it just doesn't capture you, and you're like, I really want to like it, but for whatever reason, it's just not, it's not hitting it. So I've been, I, I, I don't know. I have, I, I've, I've not been. Reading as much as I did in the past month, but anyway, today I went to Trader Joe's, and I'm always looking for. I'm always collecting hot sauces. I feel like we have so many hot sauces in our house, yeah, and I, I forgot. Thought,
1: weren't we loyal to that yellow bird or whatever? It's called. I do
0: love the yellow bird, but sometimes I want something. I know this sounds gross. Sometimes I want something slightly creamier, and the Trader Joe's <laughs> jalapeno sauce is creamy <laughs> trying and spicy. To sell it or. <laughs>
1: You know, if you hadn't said, I know this sounds somewhat gross, you would have been fine.
4: (laughs) I would have made fun of you.
1: I
0: know, exactly. (laughs) I'm getting out ahead of it.
1: I like a creamy salsa,
0: (laughs) and I just highly recommend it. It's really, really good. It is spicy, so for those that are sensitive, it is spicy. Not crazy spicy, but it is spicy. And I put it on my salmon today, and it was really good. So I I recommend it.
1: Can we circle back to this creamy thing? Yes. What I make, like cr- what makes a salsa creamy?
0: Um sometimes they put avocado in it so it makes it like a little bit of a thicker Oh, you mentioned avocado pistons. margaritas a couple yes, episodes ago.
3: Yes. That sounds great to me uh, too. No,
0: it's really good and I it makes it like uh, it cuts the sweetness sometimes that I feel like a salsa has and this is just spicier. It's like, like green sweetness spicy. from
1: tomatoes or sweetness yes. from sugar. Yeah. Or this
0: is more of a jalapeno. Yes. Uh, maybe all about this is more of a jalapeno based with some cream. I have not really uh, interrogated the ingredients, but I highly recommend it. And I also, when I go to Trader Joe's, which is not frequent, I am not a frequent Trader Joe's person because they don't, I don't love their produce. It's, it's just not an all you know, one-stop kind of place for me. Right. It's a, so, but, it's your Trader Joe's list shopping yes, place. Yes, very specific. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah. And there's one by my work, so I can just kind of saunter on down to it, but I do get a little bit overwhelmed by their various choices. And there are people that are very into Trader Joe's and like all the miscellaneous things that they have that are unique to Trader Joe's. And this is my Trader Joe's recommendation, the jalapeno
2: sauce. We should do a future episode. What is your Trader Joe's thing? Ooh. I know. Cause
0: there's a, there's a, there's, like, a some brownie mix that people are really into for a while. But there's a lot. And Apparently, like, the um, skin care is really good there. I haven't dove so into I it So, I went much, to Trader but. Joe's
2: last night because I used Trader Joe's body wash and shampoo. Mm-hmm. And I was running low. And they've had weird shortages. So, I went last night. There were two bottles of Trader Joe's shampoo left. So, oh, I took true. both of them because I'm an asshole. And then... Uh, <laughs> a bottle of the conditioner too. Cause I've been trying to, my hair has been getting really dry lately. Just really dry. I know too much information, but I was running low. And so I had to go. Cause I don't know what I would do. Like it's been so many years since I used a different shampoo. We use like the cheap unscented suave as a backup in the house. It's like the travel bottle shampoo. And then before that, when I was in college, I was an herbal essences guy. So, oh. you know, I liked my Aussie orgasm shampoo. Yeah. And
4: <laughs>
3: they have a gel uh, facial moisturizer. That's really, really great. Um, yeah it's wonderful so they and they have some fun sheet masks um, recently we're just going to do the Trader Joe's show now um, they have uh, god we're so white I know, <laughs> A set of, li- of this is the whitest thing I'm going to say all week they have a set of linen napkins that are just really terrific oh. um, you uh, you have to I, I am not into ironing I will do anything to avoid ironing but I bought an iron so I can use these napkins Wow. I love them. Like regularly? No, I mean, yeah. I mean, we I I don't I'm, you know, trying to reduce my paper and plastic usage. And so instead of grabbing, you know, paper towels for every my Viva cloth paper towels yes. for oh, every I meal, um this seems like a better option. Although you could make an argument about like the electricity and time that I'm using to iron, but whatever. Um it's less waste anyway for me. So, I mean, now
2: we're taking it back to the good place. Again. I know. I know.
4: <laughs> oh gosh. Yeah. Well, on I'm that white. note,
2: I think I'm going to go eat some organic alote corn chip dippers. <clears throat>
4: <clears throat> so
2: I don't know how white that is, Barry.
1: <laughs> I did have a burrito for lunch today from a Mexi- a Mexican Mexican restaurant around here.
4: Mm, So, I agree. (laughs) How
1: white am I? (laughs) You're still very very white. (laughs) Very white. (laughs) Extremely. Does not change anything. No. All right. Get involved with the show. As we lectured at the top, if you haven't gotten involved by now, you have no excuse because we've given you a myriad, a plethora of ways to do so. Although, as a fellow lurker, I'm really not giving anybody a hassle if they just Want to quietly listen and think, oh, I don't know what I would say to those people. They're way cooler than me. Mm -hmm. Guess what? We're not. not. Please meet us. Please meet us. We are not. (laughs) (laughs) But to all my my silent friends out there, we love you too. But if you want to get involved with the show, you can visit us at thisshowhaseverything.com at throwyourphone.com to submit your feedback on the form um listen helium radio network is getting (laughs) to be so persistent we need someone else
4: (laughs) to get in back (laughs) off
1: (laughs) i know i don't care how many free minutes you give us we're not doing it but if you were to send us something at throwyourphone.com whether it's a compliment or criticism you must rest assured we will take it seriously uh, join us on our Facebook group where you can answer the question of the week and um, post things about Diet Coke that will delight me. Uh, the show Twitter is at Tishy Show. You can email us at tishy at 10710.com or you can send us a voicemail. We'll record it on your phone, put it in the body of an email and send it to us and we'll play it on the show. And Fax Bobby, your top 100 of the <laughs> uh, week that you were born at six one seven three five four. Eight five one three. We did it, guys! One hundred shows.
4: I feel
0: like
1: Willard Scott should be here to like present us with smuckers
0: <laughs> <Yes>. or something.
1: <laughs> My grandma did. Well, I don't think. I think she got a card from Willard Scott. I don't know oh. that he shouted her out in the air, but she did get a birthday card oh, from then so President George W. Bush. Oh well, less jealous. <laughs> and she was like, uh, "This asshole." <laughs> <laughs> But thanks for joining us for these past 100 episodes. Here's to an unspecified arbitrary number more, and that was everything.
4: Yeah, pop we the
1: champagne, it. roll out the cake. God, I wish. I know. <laughs> champagne and
3: cake. I need to find some cake. I have neither of those things.
5: Christopher Robin and I walked along under branches lit up by the moon Posing our questions to Owl and Dior is our days disappeared all too soon But I've wandered much further today than I should And I can't seem to find my way back to the wood, so help and I've got to get back to the house at the by one. You'd be surprised there's so much to be done. Count all the bees in the hive. Chase all the clouds. Stuck on his nose. He came to me asking help and advice, and from here no one knows where he goes. So I sent him to ask oh, the yowl if he's there how to loosen. Surprise, there's so much to be done.
0: Okay, I'm going to stop. I have to pee so badly. (laughs) It's that kind of pee where you're like, is it like in my eyes? Like I have to pee so badly. Anyway, so yes. All right.